Yellow and welcome to Kitsicast episode 31. It's one of those episodes where I won't be able to look towards the camera because I'm missing my tooth again. It's the, it's the last time, I swear to God. I was supposed to go to a dentist on Friday to finish it. But because I'm doing Wednesday-Saturday swap, I decided to do it this Wednesday. Yesterday, we had some pizza. I felt it shake a little bit. Today, literally while eating soup, like the lunch was like a stew, basically. It fell and hopefully they're going to fix it tomorrow after tomorrow. Until then, I'm going to look at this monitor and not be able to look at you while I'm talking. But I can give you the gym stare every once in a while. All right, so today is Monday, 19th of February. I'm recording this almost at midnight. In the Kitsacast, I'm talking about my personal self-development journey and trying to make it in life, whatever that means. We're going to discuss habits, routines, pomodoros, work-life balance, fitness, healthy food, life hacks, being a dad, productivity, running startups, creating apps, etc. And if that's your cup of tea, walk with me. Put on your headphones, put on your shoes, go for a walk. If you're new here, my name is Kitze. Hi, I'm not going to look at you for a while. I'm the founder of Sizi, the browser for developers, Benji, the Life OS, and Zero to Ship, the course that helps you to ship your SaaS uh, using the technology stack that I'm using in all of my apps. You can find all those links down there. I was supposed to say that if you like an awesome assistant like MJ, you can go to athenago.me slash Kitze, but unfortunately, I am not working with MJ anymore. And it's nothing happened between us. He just had a serious personal life family situation thing and um yeah he decided that working right now is not a basically he's not going to work for for anyone he needs some private time and um yeah i actually i don't have any you know particular feelings towards that because i completely understand in that kind of situation uh i just have to with athena to work it out to find a new assistant i think they already started the search and then to remove MJ from all my apps and then to invite the new assistant to all of the apps. Thankfully, I was keeping a quota table with like every single access that I've given MJ to. It's going to be painful process, couple of days, but honestly, nothing as painful as what he's going through right now. So I don't want to, you know, complain about doing a bunch of admin work. It's going to be fine at the end of the day. Um, yeah, so, but yeah, you can still go and find an assistant at tinago.me slash kitze because um, it's still nice that, you know, there's a company standing behind this and um, they're going to do something about it. Like they immediately offered his manager to be like, to to swap. I just didn't have the time. And I'm like, let's not do this for now. I just, I, I can just move on by myself for a while until you find uh, another assistant. I don't want to teach a temporary assistant a bunch of things and then do it again and again and again. Uh, it's annoying. Um, yeah, so today, um, what else conferences I'm going to? I'm going to React Alicante in September. I'm going to InfoPip Shift in September, and I'm going to a conference in Split. I have no idea when. Regarding Bench Review, we're not going to do anything because I'm in a period right now where even though I'm building this app, I have for like four days, three days, I haven't checked any habits, so no habits. I've been doing Pomodoros, even though not that very, you know, I'm not that disciplined, like I missed a couple of Pomodoros today. I haven't logged my meals. I'm going to talk about the meals, though. Um, I'm doing my walking. I haven't done a workout for like probably 10 days at this point. I just got used to walking a lot. Like today I walked, let me see. Um, today I walked uh, almost 14,000 steps. But strength training is... Since I removed strength training from the morning and I started working super focused every day, I just um, don't do strength training anymore. I don't know how that's going to come back. Um, weight logs, I haven't checked. Last time it was 93.3. I haven't even logged that. So I haven't even checked fasting. I'm doing the fasting every day. So that's just like part of my life. Hydration, it's fine. Sleep time and sleep score, like recently, like as you can see, it's midnight. Like I don't know what the fuck is happening, honestly. 
uh, I mean, I know what's happening. I'm too hyped about something that I'm building. I'm building the Benji native app and I'm going to show you the progress in a second. But um, when I get hyper-focused in something, um, I, I, there's no such thing as a work-life balance. Like for example, today, I'll show you, I've coded around uh, nine hours, I think. And I've worked probably more than 12 hours today. So I literally wake up, coffee, water, sit down, work. I was done with my work around four something, went, had lunch, came back, did another Pomodoro, went upstairs, took care of my daughter for like an hour or something, uh, then went downstairs, walked on the treadmill for like hour and a half, more than hour and a half uh, while I was coding. Then I went upstairs, came back, started recording this, had a couple of meetings in between with people. So I was working hard all day. Like I'm hyper-focused on this right now. The Benji Native app is happening and... This is what I wanted to tell you about, you know, when you try to copy someone's habits, when you try to, when people are like, you got to do the cold plunge and the fasting and the this and the that in the morning, pray and meditate, like all oh, that shit goes out the window, dude. As soon as you've, like everyone who has been super successful, they didn't do it because they entered a cold plunge. They did it because they worked their fucking ass off. And I had periods in my life where, like a lot of periods in my life actually, where I worked my ass off. Like I remember even, you know, like I was, very young, like I was 21 probably or 20 when I started working. I don't know. I mean, other people have started working earlier, of course. There's been people working as waiters or whatever uh, since 16 years old. And that's one thing that I regret not trying earlier to know what it's like not to have like a privileged job that I have right now. But anyway, I started working while my friends, um, the friend circle I was with back then, like they were all partying. They were begging me to go places. They were like, come on, you let's just go out and party. And I'm like, no, tomorrow I got to work. So I was working at work and I was doing side projects at home. Basically for as long as I know for myself, I worked my fucking ass off. People might get that confused sometimes because I'm memeing a lot on Twitter and they might think like, he's only popular because of the memes. I mean, I do post bangers. Like today I post a video that got 2 million views again. Meaning, now now I'm actually more happy about the views. Previously I didn't care that much. Um, now I know that 2 million views will probably mean a lot of money from Twitter because Twitter is paying right now. And that means I'm going to donate and make some children happy, which makes me makes me happy. So now I see more value, you know, when I post uh, something get, that gets a lot of engagement, it makes me happy that it's going to have some effect in the real world. I think we come up, we came up with a plan with my wife, like in the city where she is from, there's uh, an organization, it's not for children without parents, but children with basically parents who are alcoholics or incapable to care for them. And it's like a children's home. So I think we're going to contact them and ask them, sorry for my energy, by the way, today, like it's, it's very fucking late. And I'm, I really want to get this over with. And I didn't record a podcast on Saturday because I wasn't sure, like, it's a weekend. If I upload on Sunday, who's going to watch? Like, Sunday videos don't get that many views. And I didn't have much to say because I've been just coding, 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 coding. There's not much to explain, you know. So I just skipped it on sun Saturday. We'll see this week. I'll, I hope I'll record normally every weekday and then I'll just ignore it on the weekends. So anyway, yeah, sorry for the energy. Super tired. Can't wait to sleep. Um, so what was I saying? Yeah, we'll try to ask these children's home, like, is there like a bigger expense or something that they need? And then I'm going to try to lump some, like every, all of the money that I made in this couple of months and just buy them something big, just to see the effect in real life. That that makes me super happy if you can see the effect um, in real life instead of just sending money somewhere. So what was I saying? Ah, yeah, people see memeing and stuff, so they might confuse, you know, my sense of humor with my ability to ship. And like, I can guarantee you, I've, I've, I've outwork 90% of these motherfuckers. There are people, uh, and I've had periods, as you saw in the beginning of the podcast, where I'm just fucking around, two hours, three hours, but when I'm not working, 
you know that I'm not in my right spot. Like when I'm when you see like today I went to the dentist and then got bubble tea, so I worked only two pomodoros. It's because I'm not focused right. I'm doing the wrong things. Like the course wasn't a wrong thing, but it was basically it was not my passion. So I would snooze the alarm and I would not care. Now I'm up like I wake up like my daughter woke up a couple of times last night more than usual, and like I see. 3 a.m. and in my brain I'm ready I'm like fuck it should I go and start coding but I know that I'll regret it so then I look at the clock again it's like 5 a.m. and I'm like come on a bit more but then I wake up before my alarm I woke like six something today before the alarm even rang and I just go on the computer I don't overthink it in between I don't think like after lunch should I chill now like I just try to find time on the computer I'm planning to change the laptop again fucking there's no end to this apple bullshit I want to get the m3 max like the most powerful one just because I'll be visiting Macedonia twice this year for longer periods of time, probably for a month. And I will I will want to work. Because if I work only on this, dude, when the new assistant comes, the new MJ, I don't know what name are we going to give the new assistant. Um, basically, I'll be back in my zone and I'll be able to do the things that I love. And I need an awesome laptop, so because I hate. Um, I'm using the MacBook here because I'm using it for like browsing and for personal shit, but for... Everything else, when I need heavy, intense work, like I need a backend server running and React Native app and a bunch of tabs and a bunch of memory and a bunch of everything, I would like a pro machine even though I hate those. I've been talking about this, whatever, I'll get it um, soon. So yeah, I don't even know how the fuck did I start talking about this. Today I got an offer for sponsorship from Autonomous AI. They're making standing desks and they're making standing chairs. So I think I'm at the point of fame where I'm getting sponsorships now, which is fucking crazy. I mean, I've got a couple of offers before from companies that make lights and shit, but I'm you know, I'll just add a task and then I'll forget about it. Like MG was supposed to take care of some of those things, but now it's going to be a pain in the ass to see which tasks he was in the middle of, just transfer them back to me and continue talking with all of those people. But Autonomous AI reached and they're making an amazing standing desk. And I've been looking to um, upgrade my standing desk because this one from Ikea, it has two buttons and you need to hold on the button and you always, you need to micromanage the height of the desk basically, which I don't like. Now, right now I have three, four, four positions that I'm using it for. And I think those desks have four. So one is when I'm sitting right now. One, I started using the beanbag a lot because I've been sitting, not stretching, not working out. And my leg hurts like a motherfucker. So every Pomodoro, I would switch from sitting to sitting on the beanbag. So for the beanbag, I lower this on the lowest position. I will drag the beanbag from the other room. I drag my monitor down here and I put this thing, like the keyboard thing uh, with the trackpad in the lap. And then I work like that for a while. So that's position number one. This, this is number two. Standing is number three and four is um, walking on the treadmill because that's like a specific position that needs to align with the keyboard tree on the treadmill. So it would be amazing to press a button and um, table goes up and down instead of just micromanaging this. Uh, plus while it's going up and down, I can go and switch the chairs instead of standing here like an idiot. That's going to save me entire four seconds in life. But unfortunately, they're not making an Excel desk in um, outside of US and Canada. So I'll have to measure. I'm using the I IKEA Becant. I have to measure how wide is this because I don't want to downgrade, you know, to a smaller desk because I'm having, I have monitors and cameras and lights and all sorts of shit. Plus this desk is like a living organism. I need to give you a tour. Like underneath this desk, there's like three um, extension sockets. Like there's USB hubs, USB switches, like an audio interface, uh, the DBX for audio processing. Um, what is this called? The Thunderbolt TS4. I'm blanking out on the name of the companies making these docks. Um, an audio interface, the the Mac Studio, like the the underneath the desk is like drilled as a motherfucker, and there's like a lot of cable management and everything. So honestly, it would be a pain 
to accept this sponsorship and they were like, we can also offer you a chair. Maybe I'll go for the chair, even though I'm using this chair without a back. As you can see right now, I'm not I'm not pro propping my back anywhere. So anyway, long story short, your boy's famous. Now let me show you this React Native app, which I've been absolutely obsessing with. Like I love native development so much. Like dude, there's something about something amazing about a native app that web apps will never ever get to. You will like my my wife. Let's say me. You might call me a hater or whatever because I'm hating on the web. Ask any normal user, would they like to use the website or would they like to use the app? In 99% of the cases, they're going to tell you that they want to use the app. So my wife was so happy when I was showing her demos. She was like, honestly, I hated using Benji on mobile because it takes ages to load. And like, it's it's clunky and it's janky. And yes, you can put some effort in animations and shit, but making a native app is just effortless. Everything is animated. You can just do swipe and do fast things. You can be very fast. And everything just works very fast. And it's I'm so fucking happy uh, that I'm doing this. So yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna show you um, here for people who are listening. I'm sorry. Uh, basically, I have the desktop Benji in the background. So just ignore that because I don't want to mess with Windows right now. And this is the mobile Benji. So I rebuilt most of the functionality only in a couple of days, which is, you know, tap myself on the back. You boy's a beast. Uh, but yeah, so basically we have the to-dos, which are now grouped. So there's still no like to-do editing and there's no tags and whatever but there's to-do points um you can quickly add to-do so you can quickly add a to-do here uh, you can pr press on the plus like this is one of the things that i love about native apps you you press on the plus and you have this nice animation do you see the background just disappearing like there's a web library for this now but unfortunately uh it's super janky and as soon as the keyboard pops up or there's an input field or whatever the the library gets buggy because web apps like the web was not meant for apps period um so yeah, when you press on the plus, you can quickly add a new to-do. And what I like is, look, I can press on the plus, click save, and I can do this many times, and it's not going to lag, it's not going to jank, nothing is going to happen. You can choose for a to-do, whether it's personal or work. This is animated. You can choose a plan date, a due date, and a start date. And one of the things why I love this uh, in Benji and other apps don't have this, like Things 3, for example, has only plan dates, and um Todoist has only due dates, or I think both of them call them due dates, but there's a difference between a plan date and due date. Something might be overdue, like I have a bunch of things that are overdue, but I'm not going to plan them now. I'm like, okay, this is overdue. I need to do it. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow or whatever. So there's a difference. When you put something as due, it's going like it's, you really have a deadline for it. When you put something as planned, you mean I want to plan it on a certain date. And when you put something as a start date, it means, for example, if I choose May 1st, it means don't show me this task until May 1st. So this is really nice for a bunch of tasks, like, I don't know, mowing the lawn. Like, it's early to do it now. You don't want to delete the task, but you can just set a start date and it will appear in the future. Uh, this screen is going to be changed. Like, oh, there's too many filters here. Like, it's personal, work, and both. It's nice that Benji separates your personal and work things so you can easily switch between the two. But this is go there's going to be a filters button here where you can filter a bunch of stuff. So only this top tab bar is going to stay here. Then we have the projects. I also implemented the projects. So your projects can be... Projects are just completable group of to-dos basically so we have projects in progress all and done when you go to a project the project will be divided in sections so you can just add a bunch of to-dos and then complete them um what the freaky happened there i think i clicked way too fast so yeah you can just add to-dos to your project lists are coming tomorrow edu is going to implement that i implemented this nice menu so i finally have a solution for the navigation in benji so this will pop up um the menu we can quick search the quick search is not implemented yet like this will search everything regarding benji and these links they'll basically look like apps so what i want to do is make this button like put it in the center here 
and make it like a launcher, like because Benji is basically replacing a bunch of apps. So I want the, I want these things to look like app icons. So I also want the thing like where people are gonna hold this and that the jiggle animation is going to appear and they'll be able to reorder them or delete like delete some of the apps. So I want to make it like a mini you know like app launcher, make it look cool. And then on the bottom there'll be buttons for quick adding things. So from any screen wherever you are in Benji, you can just go here and like quick add a to do. Boom to do is added or you can quickly add what did you eat like pizza with pineapple don't do that definitely you can choose where it's aligned with your goals and when did you eat it like i love these date pickers especially on mobile the date and the time picker they, they have vibrations and haptic feedback so smooth is so nice so that's the menu then I implemented the habits nothing special here for now there's no filters so you get all the habits so you cannot filter them by anything uh, you can check the habits and you can just go back in a date like this needs to be a date picker um someone's going to implement that tomorrow uh, routines, I implemented this during my walk. So basically routine is a group of habits or items. So for example, morning routine is like run, already completed. Next, no sweets, you can click check, green tea, already completed. You can go through a routine and you'll see the progress here. And as soon as you finish a routine, you can mark the routine as complete. You can use this for, I don't know, packing. Uh, actually, Benji has a packing feature on native is going to be even more amazing. But you can use this for grouping things in your morning routine, your night routine, cleaning routine. I have a bunch of routines. I'm honestly not using this feature enough because a routine is supposed to be used on mobile while you do the thing. And I hated using Benji on mobile. So I'll finally start using the routines now. There's a plus button. You can add a routine name and emoji here. I need to add an emoji picker. Then we have the planner. And for the planner, I couldn't find a library for... Sorry if I'm like... This is the main thing that I can talk about in the last few days. I mean, I can talk shit about a bunch of other things, but I'm really, really proud of this that I did it so quickly. And a lot of people have been asking and a lot of people have been saying today on Twitter, uh, as soon as you finish this, I'll give you my money. So basically this will bring more money and more users to Benji. Um, so for calendar events, like these two are in the past. That's why they show like this. They're like grayed out. There's no plus button for adding a planner event. But I realized that a calendar view is an overkill for a lot of people. Yes, there will be a calendar view in the future, like a proper calendar view. But all I want to know, dude, is like I have one to three, like I have zero to three events every day. So all I want is when are those events? I want a button for easily, like a dialogue for easily editing the event, moving it. Like I'll think of some cool interfaces, like how can we reimagine the planner on mobile instead of just dragging events, uh, events up and down on a grid. I make this emoji on the right side, like a super giant emoji, which looks cool with the color and everything. Um... I'm not sure about reordering these events. Like, I'm not sure how that will work. For now, you can just navigate back and forth. I had a bunch of events here. If you have driving to an event and from an event, like that's going to show drive for 15 minutes, drive for 15 minutes. There's going to be links here you can click. It's going to open your Google Maps or Apple Maps. So that's the planner. Then we have fasting. Um, I took zero inspiration for the design of this fasting screen. Get it? Because it looks like zero. I took inspiration from the app called Zero. A lot of things don't work here, like edit start doesn't do anything, edit goal doesn't do anything, but this is actually works. You can end the fast, you can start a fast. Um, yeah, so that's cool. Hydration works. You can log, you can see your progress for the day. Uh, you can log in water, coffee, tea, whatever. And I have these presets here for quickly logging. I'm, the design of this is not that good. I don't like this screen. I did it pretty quickly. But you can quickly log in like um, milliliters of water or coffee or whatever. And you can see this progress bar animating here. And then finally, we have the food. Uh, for now, the tracking is super simple. I just love this menu when you hold something. Like there's this thing that pops up from the bottom. I fucking love it. Um, for now, um, the only thing that this shows you in is how aligned you were with your food goals. So you can say that you ate something and you choose whether it's aligned with your goals or not. Like I had three pizzas. Definitely that's not aligned with my goals. I click save. And now you will see a smaller 
percentage in here. Maybe I'll even change the color. Like if it's under 30% or something, like it should be red instead of green. And maybe it should be like red, yellow, orange, green or something like that. So it's like, so you know how well you ate on that day. All of these screens that I'm showing you are going to evolve. Like you'll be able to see your monthly stats and go back. And there's a bunch of features in Benji that are not implemented in a native app. But for, for a work of a couple of days, I'm... I should have done this sooner, honestly. Like, I regret not doing this sooner because in only a couple of days, I have a native app. I'm wondering how many customers have I lost because I haven't had a native app. As I said, I haven't checked any of these habits here. As you can see, like, literally hasn't haven't checked anything. Um, and the Pomodoro's for today says 8,005 minutes, but I definitely work more than that. I just haven't tracked them properly. And let's not do any more Benji things because um, that's it. Let me tell you, uh, because I don't have anything to, to show you, honestly. Um, let me tell you the story. Like people are like on Twitter, like, oh my God, you're a native developer now. It's so interesting to see you excited about. Like I've been here six years ago, sadly. So the story of Benji was once upon a time for New Year's, I, I think I've said this on a podcast or not. For New Year's, we went to Romania with my um, wife, my uh, sister, my brother-in-law. And it was such a horrible New Year's. There's a lot of fireworks. It was like super annoying. And we went back early to the hotel room. And I remember just starting midnight um, in the hotel room saying, I need to build my own habits app. I need to fix my life. So I started in like a couple of hours. Uh, my wife was just falling asleep and I was coding on the laptop. In a couple of hours, I make a habits app. I called it Better. And my idea was to make an app where you can share it with friends. So Benji still has that feature. The community is not that great, honestly, because that feature is buried somewhere in settings and is disabled by default. So in the native app, it will be a hard-coded tab and you will basically have to interact with the Benji community. Like there'll be a button for leaving it, but it's better to have a button for leaving and then a button for, then a button for joining. So anyway, that was my idea to to build like a habit tracker where people can visit your profile and know how good you are at doing your habits. So I started working on it. I haven't tweeted anything except a picture here and there. Like I was not building in public these days. I noticed like every single thing that I do is just screenshotted or I take a nice video, I post it on Twitter, I try to make interesting captions or interesting, like if I'm demoing the planner, I'm trying to put um, interesting events that will make people laugh or that will make people share this, not because of the design or whatever, but because of the events that I'm using or the to-dos can be funny or the food can be funny or whatever. So I wasn't building in public, I was building in secret for a really long time. And then I decided instead of releasing and iterating and asking customers what do they want, I decided to spend six or more months working on a native app. So I've already been here. I've already worked with React Native, as I mentioned. Um, I've been doing React Native workshops. I learned a lot about React Native, but in the last six years, I forgot most of the things. The good thing about being a React developer is you can easily go and do React Native and you already can reuse 95% of your skills and your code, it's freaking amazing. So I hate that I lost all of that code and I lost all of that time. I was not experienced to do this, to do things properly back then, let's say. And like all of that was dead. I wrote that popular blog post called um, just ship it or something. I, I don't know. What the fuck was my blog post called? You should definitely read this. It's a very short short read. I think it's going to motivate you to post your project finally. Let me try to find it. The saddest just ship, ship it story ever. It's on my blog. Kitsa.io slash posts. The saddest just ship it story ever. It's uh, very short and I'm explaining how uh, I'm explaining basically the story behind better, but I'm not telling people what is it about and who is the competitor that I started using. So I started using a competitor app and people on, in the comments on Hacker News and on Reddit, they're always encouraging me like, dude, it's not too late. Release your own app. And this is the coolest thing about this. Dude, I'm making a to-do app in 2024. Everyone is about AI and all sorts of amazing shit happening and I'm making a freaking to-do app. So don't be afraid, you know, to 
you can always find something unique in the product that you make, whether it's a browser, to-do app, whatever it is. I mean, don't make a browser, definitely, and don't make a to-do app. It's annoying, right? If you miss something in a to-do app, tell me and I'll implement it in Benji. If you're like, it's too complex, there'll be setting for making it super dumb. There'll be templates of the settings. You can, you would make it look like Todoist or make it look like things, or you can make it minimalistic or advanced or whatever. Just tell me what are you missing in a to-do app and I'll just add it. Just don't start a new to-do app. Anyway, my point is um, just staying in your lane, being focused, like that meme. I'm hydrated, moisturized in my own lane, thriving, something like that. Jesus Christ. But anyway, I regret, you know, a lot of people don't know that I've been doing React Native. I'm Now I'm itching to go, like, the algorithm on Twitter started showing me more React Native things and it makes me happy because I'm so tired of the web. I'm going to try to apply for a React Native conference soon. And, like, I got an, like, the nice thing, dude, about doing things is, like, as you're in them, ideas pop up. Like, so many people mentioned that they would be interested in me doing a React Native course. Like, I'm learning React Native. I'm only a dummy that I'm not writing the things as I go because from the things that I write, everything that I'm building about this app, people are interested in how do you do this because I already made the course about how to ship a full stack app. Now what's missing is like, how do you take this full stack app and you connect it to a native app? And I can make this content, but I think I'll make it um, like an upsell. What is, what is it called? I'll make it like a separate bonus model, module that you would buy and definitely won't be 10 or 15 hours. It will be a couple of hours, me explaining everything that I learned about React Native and how you can connect your backend and frontend to your React, your backend basically to, to the React Native app. And it gave me this idea. I'm like, I'm finished. I finished the course, but if I can charge more money and have like a bonus material package, um, I think on the landing page, I'm going to change it to have like a, the basic package, medium package, is super advanced that includes React Native, AI, and a bunch of other shit. So that idea came to me. And uh, yeah, uh, in some moments I caught myself not liking, like I'm very deep in a task and um, in a coding task. And I'm like, you should be a higher level. You should manage. Uh, you should try, you know, to hire more people and basically just give ideas and shit. But a lot of times I just like being deep in it and using my skills because I'm not sure if anyone else would do it my way. Because sometimes I can, you know, find shortcuts or be very, very fast when I'm doing something. So I felt a little bit guilty, but on the other hand, I'm like, just keep doing this. You don't need a team of 15 people. It's fine. I appreciate shout out to my boy Zico for actually helping with, he's going to, well, not to get too nerdy, but he's going to help with nerdy things when it comes to authentication and cookies and a bunch of other shit uh, because he needs an app like Benji. He's been building in his entire la uh, life. He's been trying to build a calendar and trying to build like a to-do app and this and that. And I think finally when he starts using Benji properly, it's going to help him a lot and he's going to help a little bit with React Native when he has time uh, unless we decide to work together because that story is not going... Um, we work together at some point, as I mentioned, but for now we cannot find terms on which we can work together. Um, Edu is shifted, like the one uh, contractor who was working on the web app. Now I told him to finish with the web app and to also help us with the React Native app. And a guy also shout out to Pavel Karnier, if sorry if I'm butchering your name. On Twitter, he DM'd me like, hey, I like Benji. I would like to help you with the native app. And he offered, like, he's in between jobs for two weeks to work for free, basically. Just because he's planning to use the app by himself and to try to make it better. So today I had a call with him. I assigned him a couple of tasks. Like, it, it's, I'm, I'm a bit silly for, you know, just trusting strangers, essentially, with the code of what I've been working on for like a year uh, and a half at this point. But... Uh, I trust this guy. I've seen him in my mentions. I've seen him in my DMs. I've seen him in a bunch of places. So just because I see him in a couple of places, I just I was like, fuck it. Here's a code base. Good luck. So I, I had this idea for a really long time. Not open source, but 
closed source, but with friends. So if people that I trust are using my app, both the native or the web app, I can give them access to the repo. And when they're frustrated or they want to invent a new feature, they can try a PR. So if you're a Benji user, hardcore Benji user and a paid user, or you want to help with the native app, just let me know and we'll figure something out. If you're a trustworthy person, of course, try email, try um, Twitter, DMs, whatever. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Um, there was an unfortunate case on Twitter. I think that also brought me a bit down because now when I have a kid and, you know, like the connection that I'm forming with this kid is like too freaking powerful. I think I'm blocking something within me to not let myself feel all the feelings because I think something in me is going to explode from having a baby. It's like such a powerful feeling that you have to block half of it because if you experience all of it, it's like too freaking much. Dude, I love this creature more than anything in, in life. And she's starting to look like me in the beginning. My wife was like, oh my God, it's like a copy of me. But now my wife, she looks at us. She's like, you guys are the same. You are the same. I, But she, you know, she's not one of those people who's like, I hate, I want her to be like me. We don't know. When she grows up, she might, you know, change. But for now, she's like a mini me. Even in the behavior, like there are other babies who are like super chill, close to our family. Like in, in Macedonia, Maria knows a couple of, Maria knows a couple of babies. Yeah, she's FaceTiming babies. Her, her mother, like in the neighborhood, there's a couple of babies and her mother told her, oh my God, all these babies are just chilling in my arms, not doing anything. And your daughter is a freaking fire. You're just moving all the time, exercising. Dude, like this kid cannot wait to do push-ups and a podcast. And maybe both of them combining them together, push-ups and a podcast. Anyway, so that's why this tweet affected me so much. Like there's this guy, Zach on Twitter who had a house fire and he wasn't, um, I, I think he didn't have, alarms and a bunch of stuff and his family was inside and unfortunately something happened to the uh, like warning here I'll tell you to skip 15 30 40 seconds if you don't want to listen about this because it's a sensitive topic and um, hopefully you skip by now right don't blame me later um, so yeah we, we've been expecting on Twitter you know for a day to get updates and unfortunately now he tweeted that his daughter passed away and I was reading and crying because he wrote like a freaking thing it was very emotional and I added a bunch of lists too because I set up fire alarms in this house. Like I have three Google Nests, but there are way too many fucking rooms. So I decided to cheapen out and buy, um, what was the company name? Meros, Meros fire alarms. So we mounted and mounted them with my dad in rooms where like a fire is not likely to, to, to be started. But I didn't even pair them. There was some problem with the app and we just left them. So I have fire alarms everywhere, but most of them are not paired. And, and, and even better, I bought more Google Nest because I like to have everything Google Nest and they're just sitting in a drawer because I haven't mounted them. So now I add it as a task because we also have fire extinguishers, which I mentioned in previous podcasts. I haven't even tried, so I don't know how to use it. I think I'm going to open one and just try it to see if I know how to use a fire extinguisher because I think in the heat of the moment, pun not intended, you're not going to know how how to do this shit. And ironically, like we have one far in the garage, but not one in the main floor where a thing might happen. So I have to go upstairs or downstairs to get a fire extinguisher and I would like to you know have one nearby I also learned about fire blankets like there was a guy writing tips today on Twitter just to help people you know because this was really devastating to read about this story and especially if you have a kid like it hits you really hard so now I'm gonna order fire blankets gonna get more fire extinguishers gonna set up more like my father-in-law is coming soon so we're gonna set up more fire alarms and yeah that, that was really fucking sad man so um, we had a we had a flood at some point in an apartment a lot of people thinks, think that this will happen only to other people, but it can happen to you too. Like this was on Easter, I remember. Me and my wife were gaming. For the first time, we set up like a gaming setup next to each other. So I had headphones, she had headphones. Thankfully, we took the dog with us. Usually the dog was chilling downstairs in that apartment. 
and the flood happened. Like we just, I don't know. I think my parents called me to like, to see, you know, like whatever people see on Easter. And we had to pause the thing and I hear like a stream of water and I go downstairs and my MacBook charger was in the water and I was, uh, I didn't have socks. So I was barefoot and thankfully nothing hit me, you know, thankfully I was fine. But just in the heat of the moment of panic, like we didn't have any uh, rubber boots. Now we do have rubber boots. Where are they? Somewhere in the garage. I need to have them in more places because stepping in the water would have been safer. Um, so I stepped in the water and I FaceTimed my dad because I didn't know how to turn on the main valve in our house. Now I know, of course, like after that happened, like it was, I don't know, like I'm trying to 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 show here. Like I don't remember exactly how much water there was, but there was enough water to get like above your ankle for sure. And um, it was really scary. Like I FaceTimed my dad. Thankfully, he picked up. He guided me where to turn off the thing. I found the thing, turned off the thing. And then I don't know how we did it. With blankets, with a bunch of buckets which to, to take out all the water. The floor raised in a couple of places from the water. It, it was a horrible experience. And thankfully, nothing bad happened. Because this happened like a pipe burst. And it can happen to you. If you're listening to this right now and you're like, oh, whatever, it's not going to happen to me. I always thought of that. That's why I didn't know or ask the landlord, where's the thingy? So if you can take away one thing, like the thing about the fire, ha have at least one fire extinguisher, buy a fucking Google Nest, especially if you have money from your tech salary or whatever, buy some fire alarm, have it at home. Like there's even cheap ones, like when we came to the house, they have like some portable things that will at least beep. Like it's not going to push, notify you on your phone, but even if you're home, like if it detects smoke, it's going to beep. So try to have that and learn where's your main valve for turning off the water in your house or apartment. Because after that happened, what I bought is... I bought an Aquara, which is like 30, 40 euros. It's like a Zigbee hub. And then I bought three, four sensors from Aquara for detecting water. And I put them under the washing machine and under the sinks in the place. And I made Aquara sound a loud alarm if there's ever water in there. So thankfully, nothing ever happened again. But since then, I'm prepared. Now, in this house, I already have a home assistant set up. I bought 15 leak sensors. I set up five of them. They work. But I haven't set up to have an alarm or anything if there's a leak. Because I'm a moron and I don't take this thing seriously. And after a while you forget and you're like, ah, it's not going to happen to me. So now I'm going to set a reminder. Come on, idiot. Um, remind me to set up the water sensors for leaks. Faster. Do it faster. Yeah. So that reminder is there. Because, yeah. Uh, do that. I know most of you won't do shit. But at least learn where your valve is. So in, in case there's like a burst pipe or whatever, you will know when, where to turn it off. Like I asked people around me, do you know where that is? And they're like, no, why would I need that? You would need that, trust me. And if you go to vacation or whatever, always turn off the water because you don't want to come back to a flood. Listen to Uncle Kitsi. All right, uh, what else? Addicted to Twitter and the iPad. I absolutely hate how much I started carrying the iPad with me. And I get it why Apple Vision is a thing because this thing will be clunky once upon a time. Like we had to carry our screens left and right. Like I started missing, like when I see my two monitors, I want to have screens with music and to-dos and everything around me. Anyway, I hate like... I set up some time limits on the weekend. We were doing a tech fast again on the weekend, technology fast. But we had some guests over and they wanted to try the Oculus. And I showed them a couple of things on the TV. And um, then, like, then, like, we were doing fine the entire day. I was working on a Lego. Dude, Lego are fucking maniacs. They're insane. Like, I bought this Lego called 100 Years of Disney. It's like an old camera. And there's, like, Disney and Mickey Mouse and, like... Like, it's very nice for a cinema room. I bought it basically as an ornament for the cinema room because it looks like an old-school camera. And we love Disney Pixar movies. So I started building this shit. And dude, it's so complex. Like, Lego sometimes makes me feel dumb, I swear to God. Because it says on some of them it's like 18+. Plus. And I get it why it's 18+. plus Because there's some micro parts. It's so annoying. Like, this thing, 
a couple of times it was showing a top view from the thing, which if you don't rotate the thing from the top exactly, like five steps later, you're going to regret that because there's a big thing that goes through all of them. And if one of them is rotated wrong, you got to undo all of your steps. So anyway, Lego is super interesting. And the most impressive part is you're building a functional mechanism. Like this camera will have functional mechanism for switching lenses and doing like, a, it has a bunch of picture things and shit. It's amazing. I can't wait. I think, I don't know what is this series called. We have like the functional piano and top typewriter and a bunch of other things. I want to get into these, these Legos so bad. So anyway, we were doing fine the entire day, hung out with people, speaking amazing, was laughing my ass off. Uh, we had um, three, like I, the only meals that I had on Sunday were three pizzas. I swear to God, it was cheat day. And I was super hungry, did a long walk. Until 1.30, I was super hungry. And then um, the guests came over. I'm like, do you guys want pizza? They wanted pizza. So we had those thin Italian pizzas mean nothing. So I was, while the guests were here, I was still hungry. I just, you know, we were too much into all of the things that, that we were doing. Dude, I love guests like this. They, I swear to God, they just made my day, my weekend, and, and my week. Like, they were so fascinated and honest about the house. Like, I love when people are honest. Because when you, like, I, I don't want this to sound weird, but, you know, like, when they entered the gym and then the sauna and then the office and the cinema room, like, in order, like, they were in awe. They were like, oh, my fucking God. They were like, you have a sauna and you have a gym and you have this and you have that and... Like, that's the reaction that I would have. I remember first time visiting my old em employer in Netherlands for the first time, and I haven't seen a house like that. It was like a three-story house, and her husband had, like, a badass garage. He was fixing a motorbike. They had, like, a big, like, a theater room and an amazing living room and an amazing kitchen. And I remember just, I was so happy, dude, because you haven't seen something like that. And But there's some people who are so stiff and so, like, dead inside that you, they would come to a place like this and they would be like, hmm, hmm, you know, they will be grumpy and they will be whatever. When I saw that in Netherlands, it was like motivation for me to work hard and to one day have a house like this. So when these people reacted like this to the house, they literally made my day. You wanna, you wanna treat them better in a way because they're honest. Like like one thing that kills me in life is like dishonest people and and fakeness is like one thing that would absolutely kill me in a person. I hate that so much. And yeah, they were freaking amazed by that. And um, turns out the daughter of the friend is a gamer, and I had a bunch of old PlayStation Four games that she had on her wish list. But I don't play them anymore. And I gave her a bunch of games and she was amazed. And she wanted to try the Oculus Quest because it's gathering dust, honestly. And I don't play it. She was amazed by that. Anyway, we had a really great, fucking amazing Sunday with no technology except, you know, a few seconds of showing VR and how the freaking thing works. Um, the funny thing, like, <laughs> the, the mother of this kid, like, she does the Oculus shit and she sees all the gadgets like she sees literally has so many gadgets and so many toys and gaming thingies and whatever <laughs> and she looks at me with like a half a judgy tone it was said in a funny way but i think i'm gonna print a t-shirt with this so she sees her daughter in the vr thing and she looks to, to, towards me and she's like so you're some kind of gadget man huh <laughs> but it was said so funny like no one has called me a gadget man before <laughs> and she looks at her daughter and she's like I, I don't know what to say. Like, should I scold her? Should I be happy? Should I be sad? And her daughter, meanwhile, is, you know, slashing things in VR and, and doing a bunch of shit. It was hilarious. Anyway, your boy's some sort of gadget, man. Freaking hilarious. So Sunday, like, the guests go home. I ordered two pizzas for me. My wife hasn't even finished her. I ordered two pizzas for me. And I eat them one after the other. And with the pizza, we played Ted Lasso, which, dude, this show, like, I don't want the show to end. If you haven't watched Pirated, I don't pay for Apple TV Plus right now. I pay for all the services, not for Apple TV Plus. Um, Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso, so Russian. Ted Lasso is one of the most feel-good shows you can ever watch. Dude, Sunday? 
with three pizzas, non-alcoholic beer that I finally found that tastes 99% like alcoholic beer, and Ted Lasso, bye. I don't care about the calories, but I mean, these were they were my only me- meals. My weight is fine. But we had such an amazing time that we finished an episode of Ted Lasso, and I'm like, oh my God, we were tech fasting today. I totally forgot we said no technology. And then, you know, after we did that, I was like, oh, whatever. I grabbed my iPad, my, gra- my wife grabbed her phone, and that was it for the tech fast. So hopefully next Sunday is going to be better. Jesus Christ, 40 minutes. I thought I have nothing to talk about today. 40 minutes. What am I fucking talking about? Next weekend, I think on Saturday, let me just, um, let me add a to- reminder for that. Uh, remind me to prepare for the tech fast on Saturday. Oh, by the way, working on Saturday was fucking amazing because there's no meetings, there's no people, there's no bullshit. So I really love switching Wednesday for uh, Saturday. And tomorrow, I like I told my wife, hey, tomorrow we can do movie night because it's technically my Friday. So I like um, the rhythm because you might get too carried away on the weekend. Um, it feels like, oh, I have so much time on the weekend, I'm going to do so many things and then you waste it on bullshit. But this way you have like one day to have fun or one day to do chores and have fun. And I like the structure more, basically. Um, yeah, I haven't done any tasks. Unfortunately, I haven't done any habits. Super focused on this. Had a chill time. Tomorrow's my Friday. We're going to have a movie night. Wednesday, a bunch of appointments, a bunch of things. Finally, they're going to fix my tooth and I can look at you in the camera. I think that's enough for today. No books, movies, TV shows. Ted Lasso, definitely watch Ted Lasso. Um, it's freaking amazing. And... And what else? Music, Connor Price. Like I'll just, I, I'll just mention him again, dude. This that, this dude does miracles on the treadmill. Like when some songs come on the playlist, like the treadmill. For the first time, I started walking on six speed. Like six speed is a little bit like runny speed. But when some beat comes along, I'm like, I, I cannot, I cannot. I gotta do six. So shout out to Connor Price. Uh, while walking, he's freaking amazing. And yeah, I guess that's it. So thank you for listening to this rant. I appreciate you guys. If you're still watching these. If you watch until here, drop a donut, whether it's only a donut or donut with a comment. I really appreciate you. Follow me on Twitter. Join the Discord. Go do your homework down there in the description. Sorry for not giving you eye contact today. It's because of the tooth. I don't want you to screenshot me and make memes out of me, you fucking donuts. I guess that's it. Who is the singer of Chandelier? See ya.